Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, let's just start off and get the, uh, the grinds my gears out of the way because, uh, you know, this is that song, that Ariana Grande song. I get everyone likes it. But, you know, ladies, I'm going to be honest here. If you have a boyfriend, you post it and you're basically just sub, uh, you're sub posting about him. Then you're back with him uh, a few days later. It's not what that's not Ariana's message. Okay. She's saying thank you next. Like, next person not the uh not you going back to the guy who treats you like dog shit you know so look ladies that this is just a uh this is just my way of letting you know we we see it everyone sees it you know if you post that and then you take down the pictures with the boyfriend and then you're like you're a strong independent woman and then two a week later two weeks later you're back with them like nothing ever happened like we didn't see it we we saw it so that's that's number one. Number one. Number two. Okay. Number two. This Man Crush Monday thing, it's got to stop. It's every week. It's every single week. Like, now, there's one girl, you know, I'm not going to get into names or anything, but it's the same thing every week. MCM to my uh, hubby boy, whatever. Okay, yeah, it's like, of course, my MCM goes out to my hubby boy. What? The, like, really? Really? Come on, enough. We get it. It's the same thing, though. Think about it. If you stop posting your MCMs about him, we're going to think that, you know, you broke up with him. And then if, you know, if you got a real looker on your hands, ladies, the, the ladies are going to fly into his DMs. You know, they're going to slide right in. They're going to be like, oh, what happened to you and so-and-so? I see she's not posting the MCMs anymore. You guys break up. And that's where drama starts. So, look, enough. We get it. You love him. That's great. Look, if he if he gives you flowers on over the weekend, you want to say, "Man, Crush Monday, I love you, baby. Thank you for the flowers." That's nice. You know, definitely do that. You know, we can deal with that. But every single Monday, it's like MCM. Of course, goes out to my baby. Well, who else would it go out to? For God's sakes, your dog. Jesus, come on. Enough. We get it. Every day, every Monday, it's the same exact thing. Come on. Every Monday's too much. Look, I can handle once a month. You know, give us a, you know, give us an idea, you know, that you guys are still going out. You guys are still together. Thanks. We appreciate that. Let us know that you guys are still together. This leads me into my final point for the Grinds My Gear segment before we get into the picks. <sighs> Social media is obviously destroying relationships. And it's completely, it's obvious and evident what it does. You know, so this, this is a generation of total shit shows for relationships mostly. And you know what? God bless you. Because I know people that are in beautiful, happy relationships and I envy them. You know, it's great. But this is the problem nowadays is that if you want, if you want attention from somewhere else, if you're in a relationship, you can just go and get it. It's so easy. If you think about it, back in like the 50s and the 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever, you know, you couldn't just like go on and download Bumble or go on to Instagram and put up a pic to, you know, get the guy, the thirsty guys in the DMs and all that stuff. You know, you guys had to work out problems. You had to deal with that. And that's what's lacking nowadays is that 
basically people don't work for their relationships now. And I, I, I'm really one. I'm not one to talk. Trust me. I, I have the same. I'm kind of the same way. I've been a complete dick with that kind of stuff. I'm not going to sit here and say I haven't been. But people don't work at it anymore. That's the thing. People don't work at it. People basically just give up and they're like, okay, whatever. I'm going to look for this perfect fairy tale crap that you see on social media with the uh, the backpacking in the backpacking in New Zealand, the uh, whatever, the safaris in Africa. Even though that would be pretty cool, not gonna lie. But you just see all these things, and social media doesn't basically tell you how real relationships are, if, if that makes sense. It doesn't tell you about the fights at night about certain things, or you know, pain that the person's going through when you're you know you're there for that person, all that crap. So basically, your social media is destroying relationships. Over and over again, it's the same thing. It sucks because it gives us this idea of perfection that is not it's not attainable. So if you're looking for that and you know you hit a bump, you're like, all right, whatever. You know, like Ariana Grande says, thank you, next, whatever. The whole status goes up, boom, boom, boom. You guys are broken up, blah, 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 whatever. So this whole idea that it's going to be perfect is not a, it's not attainable. You know, the relationships. And, and I think that's a reason why divorce rates are so high. I think that it's just the that you can get attention so easily if you're a person. And you know what? It's not anyone's fault. Like, it's really not. It's it's human nature to want attention. It's human nature to do that. It, it is. It's human nature. Now, I'm not saying everyone does this. It's not true. There are plenty of happy relationships out there. But a lot of us still aren't, you know. Well, it's, why do we have such a high divorce rate nowadays? I mean, that that's what happens. You know, you people, you know, they lose that spark and feeling and then blah, blah, blah. The uh, divorce comes and it starts. A lot of it has to do with social media, I think. I think that the be having the attention so close in your fingertips is just, it's bad. It's bad for society, whatever. It's just bad in general. So there you go. Nice little six-minute rant on what grinds my gears. Now, if you're uh, not in the football, you can turn it off. I appreciate the listen. All that stuff. So basically, that's it. Sum that up. And I'm not shout. I'm not, you know, I'm not calling anyone out. I'm just saying how I feel and how I think the world is nowadays when it comes to relationships. And that's the problem I feel with a lot of stuff. So that's it. Nice six minute rant. There you go. Um, yeah. So let's get into some football now. Good old football. Um, last week again. I mean, God, three and three. It was not, I was not a fan, it's, it, you know, it sucked. Ugh, yeah, it, it wasn't good. The Vikings killed me. Like, what are you doing? They, they they can't, you know, and you know what's funny about this is that they can't play in primetime and I'm going at them, I'm picking them again this week. I, I, God, it's going to suck. Uh, but, you know, we'll get into why I'm picking them in a little bit, but I'm picking them again. They're, I think they're going to uh, win and cover, but they killed me. And the Texans, come on, man, for the love of God. Really? You win by, what was it, two? Two points, right? You couldn't win by three. You couldn't win by three. I mean, come on, man. Jesus. I mean, look, if you told me that I was going to be, you know, above 55% at the, uh, at week 13, what are we at, week 12, right? We're at week 12, yeah. If you told me I was going to be above 55%, I would have said, all right, awesome. But, you know, I've been doing so well, and then having two, three, and three weeks back-to-back, just it, it hurts my mojo. Hurts the, uh, it hurts the old ego a little bit. Back to down to earth. So here we go. We're going to start it off. I love this one. Bills, 
plus three, plus three and a half against the Jags. Oh, baby. Let's start off with Doug Marone being the head coach at the with the Bills. Then he leaves to become an assistant somewhere else. It just doesn't take the job there, screws them over. I think that that, you know, management still, you know, they feel that. The players, the fans, they're going to be fired up for this game. They're going to be fired up. And the Jags are at an all-time low right now for this season. They're at the worst spot they can be in. Two close losses, back-to-back, basically a dream crusher, season killer type loss in the past two. Both of them are just, they're, they're screwed now. They're going to, they're basically out of the playoffs. How are they going to perform now? You know, all the, all these things, is Doug Marone's job safe? Basically, all these things are going to come into play and the Bills are home with the mafia there, the Bills mafia. And I think, the, you know, a great home field advantage. The Bills Mafia is going to be roaring, breaking tables outside. I always said this. I always said this. And, you know, no, my people who know me, they know I don't travel and stuff, whatever. That's a diff- story for a different day. But if I ever get married, I want my bachelor party to be a Bills home game because that would be the sickest goddamn day ever. I'd want a nice, t- I'd want a nice Canada vacation. Whatever, a Canada bachelor party for the weekend. Sunday we go to a Bills game. It'd be wild. It'd be great. And that's what I, you know, that's my dream right there. So that's basically why I like the Bills. Not the whole bachelor party thing, but the Jags, they're they're at they're just I hate the Jags so much in this spot. And the Bills are getting Josh Allen back. And the Bills have a solid defense. They they're coming off a great win off the bye against the Jets. They're refreshed. They are based, they are, you know, they had a week to celebrate. Now they're ready to go back to work and keep winning. There's no, this is the thing. The Bills aren't looking for a quarterback. There's no sense for them to tank at all. They're still going to get a top five, six pick, you know, around there, five, six, seven. They're going to get a good player and they're going to add to the future for the team. Now, Josh Allen has to play well. And I think he's going to, and I think they're going to cover this. I, I I like the Bills to win, to be honest. I think the Bills are going to win. I really do. I think they're going to win this game. But, you know, take the three and run with that. I love it. Big fan of it. Um, Next up is the Broncos against the Steelers. So Broncos are home. You're getting three, three and a half, depending on what book you're using, whatever. And I like the uh, I like the Broncos here. I really do. I think they're in a good spot, too. Now, don't get me wrong. They're not, really, they're not playing for anything, really. But the Steelers are in a, uh, a sandwich spot, we like to say. They're coming off a big win. Which it was. It was a big win against the Jaguars. A revenge game win. Last second win. Took a lot of energy. And then they have a look-ahead spot now with the Chargers next week in prime time where they're ba- they're going to be playing for essentially second place or third place. So they're going to be playing for the chance at a bye. And they're going to, you know, I mean, that's big. I think it's a big sandwich spot. Steelers might not play their best. So you're getting three points at home in the altitude with Denver, who's played better. And, you know, I, and I get it. The Broncos are coming off an emotional win also. I, I get that. That's a good that's a good rebuttal. But I think that they're home. I think that they're, they play well at home. I think being home is huge right here for this. I think it's going to be a close game. I could see the Steelers winning by a field goal. Or I could see the Broncos winning. I think that they're going to cover this. I, re- I really do. I think it's a good, very, very good spot. And also, I mean, what we saw last week, the pass rush was getting to Ben. Now, I don't know what's going on with the offensive line with the Steelers. I don't know what's going on with Gilbert. But, I mean, that's tough. You got Von Miller. You got Chubb. They got a good pass rush. That's the thing. That's what I, I think the defense keeps the Broncos close into the game. 
And, you know, the offense will flow a little. The, the Broncos offense will flow a little bit. I think they'll be good with Lindsey. Sanders will get some catches. I think that they'll be able, they'll be able to keep it close, and they could win at the end or they lose by a field goal. I think that's what you're hoping for, really. So next game. I mean, this line's a joke. I, I don't get it. Now, I kind of get it, but I don't. Um, Pat's oh, only nine and a half, nine and a half, ten. I think that they, they're going to win by more. I, I think they're going to destroy that. I think the Jets, the Jets season is, I mean, talk about over. Holy moly. The Pats here are coming off a double digit loss. And when they've come off double digit losses, they are a totally different team. They're the stats they have are just ridiculous in their last 24, uh, you know, Coming off a loss, they're they're against the spread. They're they're like they're like 75, 80%, you know, they're gonna cover. Love it. I think it's great. And then off the double digit, off a double digit loss, where there's not that many of them, but they're covering at like a 90% rate the next game. So you get you're getting this. I think that the Pats win this game by two touchdowns at least. I think it's a blowout. I don't think the Jets have a shot. Now watch they win this goddamn game. Trust me, I have the worst jinx when it comes to the Jets. I've seen it all my life, but whatever. Pats here, Jets season's over, and I get it. The Jets have covered the last five years at home. I get that. I do. But they ne- this this whole entire this whirlwind scenario has never been in play here. Pats are still Pats need to win this game, and they're gonna put it pedal to the metal. They're not going to take any plays off. Belichick is livid after that last game against the Titans. I think they come out and smoke them. And I and the Jets, for God's sakes, and our Darnold's out. And we've seen Josh McCowan is atrocious. He's so bad. Now, Vegas, I don't think Vegas is really accounting for how bad McCowan is yet. Because what is this line to you if you if the um if Darnold's still playing? I think it's about the same. I think it's I don't upgrade. I don't upgrade, uh, you know, uh, downgrade. I mean, upgrade Darnold that much, but McCowan's not good. Like I, I would, th- I would think this is minus twelve and a half. You know, if if they were really accounting for how bad McCowan is, if that makes sense. So ten, nine and a half, whatever you're getting, maybe it goes down, but it's probably not. Pats are a, a fan favorite. So I like the Pats here. I think they're good. I think they're very good. I think they're going to come out and whoop whoop that jet ass, but that's just me. Next up. Oh, this pains me. Eagles minus five. Come on, man. Really? The Giants aren't good. This is what pisses me off about people. You have these idiots calling into sports radio. Oh, that giant. Look what happens when you give Eli time. Look what happens when you give him time. You just played two of the worst teams in the NFL. They're atrocious. They're so bad. You let up 500 yards to the Tampa Bay Bucks and Jameis. I love to steal crab legs, Winston. The team isn't good. I don't get it. I don't get it. People, I don't understand it. Enough, enough, enough. Mike Francesa, the idiot, tweets out uh, last week, what other quarterback is going to throw 17 for 18 and you're going to still complain? Mike, the average throw he made was five yards. Stop, man. Jesus Christ, come on. Oh, 
that's besides the point, though. We're we're doing handicapping here. So God, I just can't with Giants fans. They just they annoy me so much. I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles went by ten. I think the Eagles went by ten. I think they destroyed them. To be honest, I think that they're gonna. They, this is this is what it comes down to. And logically, the thing that the Eagles are great at is what the Giants' weaknesses are. Now I get it. Eagles have five DBs out. I get that. But their pass rush is still very good, and that's what the Giants' weakness is, stopping a pass rush like that. So they're still going to get to Eli. Still going to get to him. I think Odell goes off. I think that they win. I think it's going to be like 30-20, uh, to 31-20, 31-21, something like that. I think it's going to be a big one. I think they're going to cover. They're easily going to cover this. But I think they're going to score. I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. I like the over. I think the over is going to hit. 47 is a pretty low over for uh for this one. I don't know why, to be honest. I, I don't get that. I think 47, I think the over is a really good play here. That's my bonus play of the week. Just decided. Screw it. We're off script a little bit here. Bonus play of the week, Giants over, Giants Eagles over 47. Boom, book it. But no, on serious, and that is a serious, I'm seriously putting that down. But on a serious note, um, I think the Eagles are, are their, their strengths are the Giants' weaknesses. Pass rush. And then they're gonna have, their offense is gonna flow. The offense is gonna flow well. The run game's gonna take over. The Giants have been allowing so much in the run game. Brita destroyed them. Uh, AP destroyed them. Since Snacks is gone, it makes sense. Snacks is gone. They're gonna you're gonna like you know the floodgates will open. That's what's happened. And then last week, same thing. I mean, friggin' Peyton Barber. What goes for what? A hundred and a touchdown. Okay, that's awesome. And that's but you know. So I think the Eagles here like them. I think they win this one. I think they win by double digits. I think they win close to double digits. So the minus five is a gift at home, especially because the Giants. Come on, enough, 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 Giant fans. You're gonna get an, another wake up call this weekend. Sorry. Oh, we were really good. We won two in a row. Okay, yeah, cool. That really did a lot. It really did a lot. Uh, next up, and I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna get heat for this one, but for the love of God, I think it's. I think it's a good one. Raiders plus ten and a half against the Ravens. Um. You can't have Lamar Jackson's quarterbacking again. You can not have your quarterback run 20-plus times and expect to win. Now, this is essentially the same thing, a kind of a similar handicap to the Giants' Eagles. Redskins run defense. I mean, not Redskins. Sheesh. Raiders' run defense is good. It's a solid, very good run defense. The pass defense is atrocious. Lamar Jackson can't pass, cannot throw the ball. He runs the ball. So you're basically matching that up. Strength against weakness, and they're not, they're basically, the Ravens aren't going to be able to exploit the weakness of the Raiders because Lamar Jackson can't throw well. So that comes down to that. Then the Raiders, I, I don't know how the Raiders' offense moves the ball. I don't, I don't, I don't think, you know, this 42 and a half, I like the under here kind of because I, I think it's going to be a slugfest type thing. But I like the Raiders here. 10 and a half. It might go up. I could see it going up. Let's see what it's at. This is an ESPN one. Let's see what it's at now. Um, I think I, I think it's gonna go up to eleven. Eleven. Yeah, I think it'll go up to eleven actually. NFL odds, week whatever. What are we at? Week twelve. Whatever. Week twelve. Let's see here. I would appreciate it if this stupid computer worked better. Um of course this is like ridiculous. Two thousand like okay, thanks. I don't why would I why would I want two thousand seventeen odds? Why? Like that, that just popped up on my Google. Why would I want that? It's still 10 and a half. It opened at 11. I mean, it opened at 12. I think it's going to get pushed back up to 11 by Sunday. I think it will. I think people are going to start eating the uh, 
They might keep taking Oakland a little bit. I think it's going to go up to 11 by kickoff, I think. I, you know, but no one's here to uh, judge that. But over-under stayed the same. So, this, this, I, 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 looking back, the Giants going down, it was at minus seven, it's at minus five now. I don't get it. Whatever. Like the Raiders here, I think it's the same thing matchup, strength against weakness. They're not going to be able to exploit it, that type of thing. Um, yeah. So, the last of not, last but not least, Sunday night, Vikings, uh, Packers. Now, believe it or not, the only team that has a better, uh, you know, cover, uh, you know, covering the spread the past few years is the Vikings. They're, they're the only team that's almost that's pretty much better than the Pats. Everyone else is at fifty five percent. The uh, what's it called? The Vikings and the Pats are at a seventy percent rate. So I like that. I think that I think it's basically we we we're going to the well again with this one. We're going to the well. Vikings at home in prime time. I know they don't play well in prime time. I get it, people. Trust me. I I I'm with you here. I got it. I saw it last week when they just sucked. So I think that you know I think they're gonna play well. Vikings here. Packers just lost Nick Perry. Keep component of the defense to the IR. I don't like the three and a half number. Like I don't like to play it. But they're pretty much saying that this is a pick'em game. You get three points for home field. So they're basically saying this is a pick'em, and I think the Vikings are better. Vikings are just—they're just better. They're going to be able to get to Rodgers, the defense a little bit. You don't want to go against Aaron Rodgers, but I don't see the Packers' defense being able to stop the Vikings. I don't. I don't see it. Vikings' offense is going to be able to move well. Dalvin Cook's a week—you know—a week healthier. So I like this spot for the Vikings. I really do. I think they're going to win by a touchdown. I think it's going to be close, a close game, but they're going to pull away at the end. Vikings, minus three and a half. Book it. Big fan of it. And some, you know, I, I see it at some books. It's at minus three, so I'd eat that up, even though you're getting you're getting the uh, one twenty. But you know, I think I, I think it'll get pushed down to three before kickoff. People, I, I think it will. I think people are going to. The Green Bay is a. Uh, a crowd favorite, so they'll get pushed down a little bit. So look, a little extra long lone wolf hope tonight. First part, obviously, we went into the what grinds my gears. Second part, NFL picks. I like it, people. Good week, everyone. I hope they had a great Thanksgiving. Gonna go out a little turn up tonight. I hope you listen to this in the morning with your coffee and you know, you know, you or maybe you know it's the lullaby for the kids tonight. You know, the lone wolf hope. Look, I appreciate it, everyone. Appreciate the support and the love. Have a great Saturday night, and we'll talk next week. I'm going to get into more different types of podcasts here. Going to have to, you know, I got to, you know, expand the, uh, you know, the clientele. Got to expand it. Got to expand the clientele. So, everyone, have a good weekend, rest of the weekend. I'll see you next week. Shlansha, enjoy. Why did I just say that? Dan, you're not Irish. I got it. I know. If you listen this far, big dog, you can bust my balls about this. Okay. Everyone, have a good one.